We have watched employees turn the slogans, quality in everything we make, into quality is everything we fake. Beliefs we share into expletive we share, and working with pride into working with expletive. You might ask, should we abandon our mission campaign just because of smart aleck remarks from a handful of cynics? The question denies the reality. The frontline workforce is not sprinkled with a handful of cynics. It is cynical through and through. According to a study by Philip Mervis and Donald Cantor, published in the autumn 1989 issue of the National Productivity Review, 43% of employees believe that management cheats and lies. In their research, Mervis and Cantor found that the frontline workforce is the most cynical group of all. The latest wave of downsizings has made this bad situation worse. A 1994 study by the Council of Communication Management shows that 64% of employees believe that management is often lying. As reported in the Wall Street Journal, two-thirds of senior personnel managers surveyed by Wright Associates, a human resources consulting firm based in Philadelphia, said that employees trust management less after a restructuring. Face it, employees will infer what you value from your behavior. They will adopt your values only if they are convinced that those values will enable them to attain their personal goals. Propaganda won't help. In fact, it could hurt. At a large manufacturing company undergoing major change, thousands of employees watched as senior managers unveiled a new mission. Thousands more witnessed the unveiling by satellite. The slogan, Trust, Teamwork, and Tomorrow was on a huge banner behind the speaker's platform. As employees left the presentation, they received pens, caps, and coffee mugs inscribed with the three T's. When they returned to work, however, they found a letter to employees from the union posted on every bulletin board. This well-documented letter accused the company of hiring private investigators to watch employees suspected of stealing, using drugs, and making fraudulent disability claims. Investigators watched employees both during and after work, the letter claimed, and watched some employees even during the Trust, Teamwork, and Tomorrow launch. Executives scrambled to rescue the new mission. Public relations consultants were called in to explain to employees that hiring private investigators to watch them does not necessarily imply a lack of trust. The tragedy in the trust, teamwork, and tomorrow example is not the embarrassment the executives felt, but the damage done to the worthwhile changes wrapped in the value campaign. The changes themselves were acceptable to most employees. The empty words were not. The solution is to communicate the facts, only the facts. Members of senior management change teams must articulate in the fewest words possible what they plan to do. They must set those facts down on paper. This brief summary will become a changed booklet that will guide face-to-face -face communication between senior managers and supervisors and between supervisors and frontline employees. Not communicating to employees during major organizational change is the worst mistake a company can make. Consider the conclusions from three important studies on communication during mergers and acquisitions. In periods of high stress and uncertainty, people fill communication voids with rumors. Rumors end up attributing the worst possible motives to those in control. And communication lowers employees' stress and anxiety even when the news is bad. In other words, uncertainty is more painful than bad news. But you might say our change is too complicated to communicate in a matter-of-fact style then simplify the change. In large organizations, the limits of what you can communicate as facts are also the limits of what you can do. The prescriptions are simple. Cut out every unnecessary word. Avoid mission statements and management proclamations. Tell employees straight up exactly what you plan to do.
communicate face-to-face. The best way to communicate a major change to the frontline workforce is face-to-face. Do not use videos or video hookups. Do not introduce the change in a company publication, and do not hold large meetings with frontline employees. Videos. Over the past 15 years, video has been the fastest-growing medium for communicating with employees. This growth defies the fact that employees don't really want to watch videos. In the United States, video ranks 11th out of 14 communication methods, according to studies conducted jointly by the International Association of Business Communicators and Towers, Parents, Forster, and Crosby, now Towers Parent, in 1980, 1982, and 1984, and by TPFNC in 1990. According to a 1989 survey by the Industrial Society, a London-based training organization, British employees rated video 13th out of 16 ways to receive information. 60% of large British companies have used...